Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who doesn't love video games? When the coronavirus shuttered us all indoors, online games became more than just an escape. In the Philippines, it became a lifeline. He saw that, oh, he could do something that he really likes and earn as much as 30,000 pesos. So just 15 days. If you think about it, a lot of associate-level posts in the Philippines, that's kind of the salary level that they're at, right? And they have to do really grueling office tasks. It feels like it's self-made riches. Parang ganun yung lumalabas. You know, they came in at the time when it wasn't that crowded yet. That's Chad de Guzman, a journalist who reported on the phenomenon for Time magazine. Ako po si Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. In this episode, I talked to Chad about what he discovered writing that article. In 2020, Axie Infinity, a game developed by Vietnamese firm Sky Mavis, began making waves globally. It caught on because players can win cryptocurrency, which they can then exchange for real money, hence the term play-to-earn. Each of the Pokemon-like characters in the game is a non-fungible token, or NFT, a digital asset whose ownership is recorded on a secure ledger. And as with all investments, its value can rise or fall. Axie Infinity's website preached, quote-unquote, a world future where work and play become one. A promise that lured millions across the world. Here's Chad again. It's a broad spectrum of people who we talked for this story. And from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different demographics as well, throughout the course of the interviews, we've seen that Axie Infinity really invited a lot of people, a lot of Filipinos from all walks of life. When I was on the ground, like talking to these these people, like I found myself in different neighborhoods, like Minsan gated communities. At one point, the Philippines was in fact described as the epicenter of the play to earn movement. Many of those who jumped in early had lost their jobs during the hard lockdowns of the past two years and needed to feed their families. Photojournalist Ezra Akayan shadowed two such Axie players, one of them being Samerson Orias a takoyaki vendor from Rizal, who said he grew to hate playing the game after losing thousands. Both of them, mahilig talaga maglaro. Ang colorful yung tao, eh, nung pumasok ang kwarto niya. Daming toys, daming ano. Kumbaga, he was, he was gamer. He was, he was really into games. Medyo nasa difficult moment siya ng buhay niya ngayon. He lost both of his parents at, at the same year. So kumbaga, ano na lang talaga siya. She's providing for himself. Alam ko, he, lives with, he still lives with his siblings. Oo. Pero yun, kumbaga, yun na yung reality ng buhay niya. He has to work. They are still just like you and me na kailangan magtrabaho. You know, just trying to survive. Maybe they saw a way out, an easy way out, pero yung pala mali. 
sabi ni Samerson, hopefully one day makapag-ipon siya para may sarili siyang shop. Axie also popularized the unique in-game economy. Wealthier investors, known as community managers, would buy Axie characters, then lend them out to players who can't afford to buy into the game. These players were called scholars, from whom the managers took a cut of their earnings, usually between 30% to 50%. The manager scholar layout, you know, it's quite prone to abuse. Everyone was just taking a gamble on this game. If there's another common theme, it's really sugal. One player actually told me, whoever gets the hot potato gets burned. When it comes to these games, it's really all about, it's not so much as when to enter, but knowing when to exit. Otherwise, like, there would be so, many, um, so much losses kapag naipit ka na pababa na yung market. At its peak, Axie Infinity boasted nearly 2.7 million daily active users. But as of press time, only a little over 700,000 players are still active, according to an online tracker. A series of events made people turn their back. First, an in-game update that changed the way the game was played. Then, a massive hack that siphoned over 600 million from the game's network. And of course, the crypto market crash of 2022. The crash meant that playing the game was practically worthless. And many people lost thousands of dollars that they couldn't actually afford. Samerson, the takoyaki vendor, had a manager based in Australia. After he split the profits with his manager, he was left with around $29 a week. And that's after hours and hours of playing every day. If there's anything to take away from this story, it's that sometimes when it comes to these big investments and to these new technologies, when you introduce them to developing countries and when you introduce them to economies which are struggling, There isn't much awareness being built beforehand that oftentimes the losses are much greater. Not a lot of people have that degree of financial literacy. So, hindi nila alam kung kailan sila lalabas because you're also operating in a country where money is so important and the minimum wage is so low. So, they just thought that, ooh, this would augment my income. That's their primary thrust into the game. Like, they didn't really think, oh, I'm going to have losses. You could earn money so quickly. In 15 days, you could earn like hundreds of dollars. That's a huge deal for a lot of Filipinos. The rise and fall of Axie Infinity does leave behind some crucial lessons. Even with all the controversy surrounding it, like there was this willingness to overlook those issues because it opened gates for people who did not have access to easy money. And for developing countries, especially in the case of the Philippines. That was just the major entry point and the major benefit of games like Axie and Affinity. There are people who are just willing to risk that much because life in the country has gotten to a point where everything feels like a gamble. And this was just one of the other gambles that people had to make. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. We're excited to build our community with you and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. 
Thanks for listening.